you know, I still run recreationally. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. going to do a meet. Yeah. Fair. You know what I mean? Running for the mental. Yes. That's the best kind of running, though. Yes. Isn't it? Like, it's, there's, there's no better, better way to do it. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Many, what kind of K's are you doing? A week? Not that many now. Yeah. Or, like, what's like a relaxed run for you? Like, what do you. Mm, I reckon I can do, like, in my peak, like, when I was, like, doing states track, my 1500 time was maybe, like, as a 17 or, like, 403. Oh, yeah. It's so fine. I was fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking good, Louis. So why'd you right? give it up? I'm going to come on this podcast. <laughs> why did you give it up? Yeah, go your hardest. I think I just stopped and then, I don't know, man. It's just like you're in. Wait, we started. We started. That's all right. Because you're a proper influencer now. I'm like, yeah, do you feel influenced? I feel like I saw you were at the fashion event last mm. night and I thought, this guy's living a different life to me. It's, it's, I'm trying to influence now. <laughs> yeah, I can feel the, it. The issue is though, you can see how, not an issue for me, but you can see how influencers lose authenticity <laughs> like really fast when the money starts coming in. Yes. Because it's like, you're holding this drink. It's, mm. oh no, I'm sponsored by another drink. I can't mm. hold this drink. So you got to cut that out, delete that story. And then next minute, it's just all one ad break. But I are you friends of other influencers? I my influencer circle is growing. Yeah, because yeah. Miss Universe so. Australia hates me. I I heard, I've heard of this. Okay. I, but I want to I want to know about. It. Can we let's get into yes, it? Yes. Tell me about Miss Universe Australia. You called her out. It's not a bad thing. I feel like just during the pandemic, mm. you know, she was making some influencer comments. Okay. And I was at home. Yeah. You know, like we all were, mm. and then just made a TikTok about it. What were her comments? I think she just said like. It was just these people are dumb. They mm. keep doing this. And I was like, look, they probably are dumb, but there's like some other socioeconomic factors at play. You know, <laughs> yeah. let's maybe have like a bit more analysis about this. Mm. And she was at home drinking wine and her pants sweet. <laughs> and I messaged her. I said, yo, you're in this next TikTok. Just a heads up. And yeah, she's like, that's cool. Mind. That's, yeah, hope you don't mind. Just a polite thing. Hope it's all fine. Yeah. Then it hit 700,000 views, Ooh. this video. She didn't sign up for no, that. No, she didn't sign up for that. And she messaged me. She's like, take it down immediately. And no I was way. like, you know what it's like when you go viral, yeah. you're like, I'm not taking this down. You've worked so hard. If you were roasting numbers. Gabe and the numbers were going high, yeah. you wouldn't take it down. No way. And he'd understand though, <laughs> yes. I think. She should understand as an influencer. I, I would have hoped so, but I was getting grilled. Mm. I was getting, it was the first night coming out of lockdown. Mm. And I was about to go on stage at a comedy club. Mm. And I was like to my friends, I'm like, Miss Universe Australia is lighting me up. It was like paragraphs. <laughs> it was paragraphs. It was like a discursive oh, no. essay on why I'm Not like, even from the manager. You're getting it straight <laughs> from, from her. Me. It was from her. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. The blue tick was coming in strong. Yeah. And it was very much like, that's the most she's written in a long time. You know what I mean? It was about <laughs> why I was a bad comedian as yeah. well. It wasn't. Oh, yeah, she it got was, personal. Yes, personal. About my work. Want. Not what you want before you go on stage. Louis, you don't want that. You don't want that. I feel like, I, like for, for, <laughs> to, to put it into my perspective, yes. so I play footy, yeah. I won't post before a game mm. of football so that my opposition doesn't have more <laughs> ammunition to bully me about. You've gone on stage yes. and you've given the audience ammunition. If I was versing you at footy, it would mm. be just in your ear the entire four quarters. Relentless. Do you get that? Like four quarters. If someone yep. recognises you mm. on the field, do they come up and go, Louis? Mm, a little bit, yeah, <laughs> but not for four quarters. It's often okay. the mums on the side that are the worst, <laughs> but but that's right. Anyway, not about me. I want to know about mm. you, mate, because mm. uh, we've got a big podcast today. Yes. Uh, you're my first comedian on the podcast. Ferg, Neil. Can you tell us about yourself? I am a stand-up comedian. Mm. Been doing it in Melbourne for five years. Um, TikTok influencer. Mm. Um, influencer. I mean, I feel like how we first met, I'm not sure. Do we have TikTok beef or not? Because I remember coming into this. I was going to introduce you as a TikTok hater, <laughs> to be honest, because I've gotten, yeah. Yes. You, you are, you've, you're come, you've come on the show as a hater and I want to pick your brains. I've come on here you're as Miss a... You're Miss Universe to me, by the way. <laughs> I reckon on one of your videos, I commented 1v1 on mm. a running video. 
and then your producer Keelan, who's a who's a friend of mine who I've known for a long time because he's just been like a fucking cretin on the comedy community. He mm. won't get off. He's, he's like little, he's you know, those little cockroach. things on a boat that just won't get the fuck off <laughs> yeah. the community. He's just like that. I'm like, can we flick this motherfucker Give off? It up, bro. Well, he did last week. He, he put his he put my podcast on his YouTube live stream. <laughs> And said, hey, donate money and I'll take off Ferg's podcast. <laughs> and people donated money to get my podcast off the screen. You know what that does to a man's self-esteem? That hurts. He had five of my podcasts playing at once and people were donating money in real You're time joking. to get it off the screen. <laughs> so I've got a lot of animosity coming into this show. You've come in with anger. More towards your producer. Oh, and I don't shit. really have any anger to you. I just yeah. thought it'd be funny if we had a race, mm. a running race. Yeah. You know what I mean? So wait, you commented 1v1. Yes. What did I say? I don't know, but you definitely didn't reply, I think. But maybe I was just in your frontal lobe for a while. Maybe you were. I do recall Have seeing that. Have I ever said anything bad to you boys or not? I'm trying to remember because you got to, mm. at this stage of my life, I've got a running beef with Spanion. Oh, really? Clementine Ford, Miss Universe Australia. Clementine, who's that? She's a prolific um, feminist and social commentator. Okay. She's a Patreon member now. We sorted it out. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. We turned it around. Well, we'll use this podcast to sort out our beef. And yes. I'd say, yeah, we do have beef. Okay. Yeah. What's your beef for me? Uh, you said 1v1. <laughs> and my issue with that, mate, is you weigh 30 kilos, ringing wet. <laughs> you're seven foot tall, which is... I'm tall. You I'm don't realise how tall you are. People say until that. We, have yeah. I got small man energy or something? No, nah, maybe. I think it's just like Everyone online. Everyone says that. They meet online. I've got small man energy. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> From behind my desk. And I'm never going to beat you in a running race because you just... You're I don't know so, about that. And apparently you're now an Olympic runner. Well, that was before I started smoking before comedy gigs. And, mm. <laughs> you know? Does that help? Smoking before comedy gigs? It actually does. Mm. Yeah, because you have a little focus, yeah. you know? Like... I caught ADHD when I was 10 years old. You caught it. I caught it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Everyone's catching ADHD. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. All of our friends have got ADHD. And I, I caught, caught it, it when I was like 10 years old, when mm. it wasn't popular, mm. you know? And I feel like since then I've been smoking every now and then. It just gives me a little bit of focus. Yeah. I would have got a better Naplan score with some Winnie Blues. I yeah. Feel like back in the <laughs> you day. would have. That's a good idea. What makes you want to get on stage doing comedy? Man, I think that I'm from a big family. And everybody would roast each other, like what you're doing mm. with me now and mm. what Keelan's been doing with me for the last week before yeah. coming on this podcast. Hence yeah. the anger that I'm coming into Good. this show with. Oh, mate, let it out. So I've got like a lot of brothers, a sister and a dad, and uh, they roast perpetually. Mm. You know what I mean? And my brother was on meth for a while, so you can't really roast that yeah, hard. You, you know can't. what I mean? Don't throw rocks in a glass house. No, you can't. He's off meth now. He's sober. Oh, fantastic. And he's running. Oh, and running. Have you met those dudes that come off meth and they're running? They I imagine run they'd the be hardest. your fan base. Yeah, they are. They, they run run, <laughs> run the hardest. They're, they're my biggest fear because they, they got they got <laughs> anger. The only anger I ever had was yeah. a little breakup. That, uh, that's when you do quick times. But if they got meth anger. It's big. Right, you got They're the yeah. ones lapping you with the Collingwood Athletics strike. Yeah, literally. Yeah. That, and making videos about it <laughs> and messaging me saying, let's 1v1. Were you aware of me before coming into this? Like, did you know who I, like, had you seen my TikToks before? Yeah, I'd, I'd seen some of them okay. for sure. Yeah. Um, what I, were your impressions? Yeah, funny guy. Nice. Pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, impression. That's a good question. I don't. Know, I. I feel like the 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 TikTok. I just like you just scroll through. Mm. Uh, but I would have thought you're funny, and I love a good like political commentator yes. kind of like, politics. Yes. Oh, sorry, comedy. Um, so my vibes were good. Okay, that's good. But come I want to see you on a stage. Yes. Which we've been I talking love, about. I love you to come to a comedy club. Yeah. I'm and gonna, sit in the front row. Gonna do but I'm it. gonna make sure I'm filming that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> what kind of stuff do you do to like prepare for a show? Like well, do you have do you have your yeah. how, how long's your your show? At the moment it's like fifty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So and done. Do you you memorize all of that? It's all in here, baby. Fuck. You know with running, it's a mental game. Mm. Same as comedy. Mm. You've got to have it clocked up. North. That's ridiculous. So I've done it for five years. So I've got like I've got 50 minutes in my head right now. Mm. And um, 
you write it out. I've got a big doc. It's like 5,000 words. And I've done like three trial shows really? in just random theaters. Mm. So I just put on my Instagram like, hey, let's get 20 people to watch. They come and watch me work new gear. And then even I opened for Dave O'Neill on Saturday. I yeah. used that to just, you know, do 30 minutes of material. Mm. And you just kind of keep building and building and building and building. And then you have an hour that's really strong, mm. you know. So you're trying to get an hour. It's like this is objectively really funny. And do you get it to the point where you just like you don't even have to worry about the material before you get up there? It's just once you get going, mm. you're, you're hitting your straps. It depends what gig. Because each week I'm doing like, you know, I'll do a gig in Fitzroy, mm. right? And then I'll do Comedy Republic. But then I'll be out in Geelong. You know, so it's different all different, crowds. all different crowds, dude. What's you mold on the go? You run on. You got to change some jokes a little bit, you know. Like if you're performing to the Fred again crowd in Fitzroy, mm. some of the jokes they're not really going to come with you, but in Geelong they don't care. You know, they'll mm. you have it's looser. You know, not saying that like I know in comedy there's so many comedians who are like the woke culture's coming for us, boys, but yeah, it's not really. No, you it's just mold a, to it exactly. Yeah, yeah, you, you can just, actually use it to your advantage. If you can make a Fitzroy beer guard and laugh at a joke that is kind of you know, mm. on the line, that means it's a really good joke. Because mm. people are people. They'll laugh at that. You what know? about when they don't laugh? Have you bombed much? Oh, mate, I bombed horrifically. Really? Every comedian's bombed. What's it What's it look like when you bomb? What's the feelings? The feelings are... I don't know what the equivalent in your world is. Maybe like a TikTok that gets 10 views. Is mm. that... Yeah, that's what gets deleted, mate. That's really? what we call deleted. <laughs> it never happened. Yeah. Bombing is kind of like you lose footy by 100 points. You know, mm. you're the last person in a marathon. Have you ever had that happen? Where like, I've had that happen to me because we talked about this. I used to be a runner mm. and I was all right coming up. But there was a time where I accidentally entered a state 5K race and I got lapped. Oh. Peter Bowl. Oh, you well, know Peter yeah, Bowl? Fair enough. Yeah, he was like my nemesis. Mm. And I've still got a grudge against him now. Yeah, fair he enough. He lapped me in a lot of meets. I liked it when all the news came out. Oh, when he went here. down for, <laughs> yeah, for doping? Yeah. Dad, yeah. <laughs> I heard the thing was the leak. I was the one who went to, <laughs> went to a sartre and <laughs> said, forgotten. Peter Bowl, look into it. Look you into it. leaked Peter. Yeah, that's <laughs> He's good. doing well now, though. Nah, he's all clear. But when you're coming mm. that late in a race, you're so far behind that people are clapping. <laughs> Have you ever done that? That happened to me. My dad didn't make eye contact with me after the meet. Oh, that's hard. I was so far back in the race that yeah. I got a pity clap okay. as if I was like something was wrong with me and it was inspirational mm, yeah. that this able-bodied white dude <laughs> had finished a race. Maybe they thought you pulled a hammy or something. <laughs> I've seen those videos. Like we are People are awesome 2014. Ferg Neal <laughs> completes that. The race. It's the worst moment of your life, I think. Yeah. I wonder that now, like when people finish a fun run, the last person always gets a round of applause. It's condescending. No, but I want to know, like, like for the people, mm. like for the from the comedy perspective, yes. bombing. What's it look like? You tell a joke, minimal mm. laughs. Yeah. Well, I'm at you a point. Back. Yeah, I'm at a point now where I don't bomb horrifically. Like when I first mm. started, it was literally like punchline bomb, punchline bomb, and people just watching me go down. <laughs> Slowly and painfully. I had a relationship that ended actually because she got an ick after I bombed oh, that really? hard. I seriously think it was that looking back where mm. she came to support me and I bombed so hard. Mm. It was like your whole body's drenched mm. with sweat. You're in front of 50 people who don't like you. Mm. There's something evolutionary going on in a girl's head where they're like, why am I with him? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went down, but now I don't really bomb because if I'm bombing, I'm kind of, I've done it for five years now. Like I've probably done over like a thousand gigs. Mm. I can get my way out of it. Yeah. You know, like I can, I'm good enough at crowd work and good enough to get out of a situation mm. that it's bombing. You mm. know, like the other night there was a guy who was just heckling every single act. Big acts you see it on the TV. 
and I just got up on stage and just it was kind of like coming into this. I came on stage of an energy where I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna tear this man apart. I can't wait. And I got an applause break. What, you know? what? And then went into my gear. What gives someone <laughs> the opportunity? Why? Why would someone want to go to a show and like heckle? I don't know, but people do that. Why do they do that? I, uh, Often drunk. Yeah. Very famous TikToker who will go unnamed came to Comedy Republic once and was sitting in the front row. Guy and girl, hot as fuck, hottest couple I've ever seen in my life. Mm. They had like bottles of champagne with them. It was really like a let them eat cake scenario where like <laughs> watching the peasants do jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were heckling the whole night. <laughs> and they got evicted from the venue. Really? Yes. They got famous evicted TikTokers. from the venue. Famous TikTokers. Comedy? TikTokers? More influencer TikTokers. Oh, right. Yeah. That's but they same. were hot as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. When I was in the green room and she was so audacious. She came into the green room with comedians. <laughs> And she came in, she's like, you guys are the funny people. And she came in, she was grabbing us like that, squeezing oh, my tits nice. and stuff. Yeah, that's always... I got molested by a very famous TikToker. It happens. I'll it's, come out, yeah. Yeah, it's that's huge in this crowd, mm. actually. It's big. But you got to know when to speak up and when not to speak up. Because you in that crowd, like, do you hang mm. out in, like, the... I love that I've just brushed over Louis and his Me Too moment. It's <laughs> <laughs> about to open up then, that's right, mate. <laughs> in this, are you in this TikToker crowd? Like, that's what I can't work out. Because when I first saw you boys, like, you, Anabolic Gabe... Prime train. Mm. I'm like, I thought you boys were bodybuilders. Like, mm. I'm like, who are these dudes who have come on? They're in impeccable shape. Yep. All right. When I'm trying to get, because you get a lot more girls from your videos of your chest popping out than me talking about, you know, interest rates. Somehow <laughs> I feel like, you know what I mean? Louis will be getting more. I don't know though. That. Maybe the wrong girls. I know. Are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'd say, yeah, look, we're increasingly becoming in more and more into that crowd. Okay. But. I don't think we want it. We don't want that smoke. At Fashion Week last night, did you have like fashion girls coming up to you and being like, oh, Louis, you run so fast, <laughs> like out there with your drone? Yeah, yeah, with your drone that follows you around. Yeah, I get a, a little you're bit of that. You're the wally of running. Like yeah. you're out there and you've got a drone hovering overhead. Yeah. Do people Apparently look at illegal. the drone or not? Um, Yeah, and, yeah. and at me that's in wild. disgust. Yeah. It is It is wild. But no, yeah, yeah in the in the, the sphere of, of the influence, it is, it is becoming more and more. See, the thing is I set out to be a – like a running guy or, or gym or fitness or whatever. Yes. But there's so much opportunity to mm. just go out and drink every single night. Yeah. There's always something on. You'd know that. Like, do you get comedy gigs? You have that a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm four weeks sober now. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Is that going to be a long term thing? Just for comedy fest, I want to see what I can do while being sober. Do and I'm already better on stage. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Would you be better though if you had just two beers before you? If on? I'm blackout drunk, I'm the best I'm ever at. But mm. how sustainable is that? You know, like I went on stage and I was like beyond drunk, and mm. I got off stage and my friend was like, "That's the best set you've ever done." Really? I was following Luke McGregor, huge mm. Australian comedian, and he mm. got up and did his nervous shit. And it was really funny. Sorry, that sounds like a diss. He got up and, yeah. and killed. Yeah, yeah. And I got up afterwards off like t 10 Jaeger bombs. Mm. I reckon just caffeine and alcohol. And I had one of the best sets of my life. And I'm like, I could do this every night, but I would die. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, let's just see what I can do sober. Okay. And it's going well. It's going well. I love it. Mm. So comedy festival, it's a big one. That's that's Huge. grand final week yes. for you. What do you, be how many shows do you do? Doing 23 nights. Mm. Trades Hall, Fergalicious. Okay, don't be so shocked. You see, you're coming at me like, I can't do that. You did that. You, your face then was... Well, you have 23 people who come and watch you. Mate, you run a marathon. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of friends and family. Really, I'm taking that as an insult, right? Yeah. The first night will be like my 21st. It'll be friends and family, loved ones. Yeah. But, you know, also you get some TikTok love. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm hoping that some of my 45,000 TikTok followers turn up. Mm. You know, I'm hoping that's the case. Promotion, has it started for it? I mean, it's been good. Yeah. Jumping on this potty, you know. I jumped on another TikToker's potty. Not that yep. I've used TikTok. I've used uh, the man. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're the G. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, my favourite out of, the, out of the three. Oh, really? Yeah. Out Thank of you, you, Aerobic Gabe and... Aerobic <laughs> 
the paddle pop dude. <laughs> the paddle pop. <laughs> Prime drain. <laughs> That's You're gold. my favorite. Thank you, mate. You're my favorite. I appreciate yeah. it. And I think I speak for the algorithm when I say that we've chosen you. Oh, really? Yes. I hate TikTok. You love TikTok. I, I hate it with a passion. TikTok's, has it made you or not? Mm, kind of, yeah. More Instagram You're recently. big on Instagram now. Yeah. yeah. You've popped off. Do, do you have anim- – they must have a little bit of animosity towards they you. They hate me. Yes. Because yeah. you've transcended them. Yeah, yeah. And you're living in the same Someone house. Someone commented, the silence is deafening <laughs> from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've noticed that with aerobic Gabe's content is that he has kind of it's a little less confident. You know, yeah, it's a little really. less it's a little less confident. I okay. think I think you're destroying him. <laughs> I've had the same thing. One of my friends was if I have a TikTok that blows up, mm. he doesn't post for a few days. He's yeah. a comedian. It can you know? hurt watching others. The, I've done my dash in the depths in the <laughs> yes. trenches, mate. I've had no. Because you followers. were the third guy for so long. Yeah, I was and holding the camera. I was like, come on, Louis, one v one me. You need this. That would have you know helped I mean? if I won the time would have helped. Yes. Yeah. Now it would help me a lot. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> Oh, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I feel like now you're the one mm. out of that group. Interesting. You know? I'll take and it. like there's been so many adjacent guys in that scene. Like mm. I feel like you guys had a third guy for some reason, but he's no longer there. Mm. I don't know if that was like a Pete Best scenario where you guys <laughs> killed him or something. Yeah, but we got rid of him. Now you're you're the man. You've been you're killing You're it. onto this fitness stuff, aren't yes. you? Yes. Why do you why do you follow it? I think because I used to be a runner, mm. you know. So when I was on Falls Creek, I fell in love with this runner called Jen LaCaz. I don't know if you've ever seen Jen LaCaz. She's a steeple chaser gorgeous oh you know her no you must have known her she did this thing where she was very famous for a long time mm. and at falls creek as a 16 year old i asked her on a date in front of like Ooh, 10 man. people so you've always had confidence i've had a lot of confidence yeah 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 and like i got rejected straight away yeah. out on the trail how, how'd she reject you? she just said no oh she said no and now she's you... married to ryan gregson who's a 1500 meter record holder so okay. you know i can see she chose a better runner maybe we should get him on the podcast but... you me and ryan <laughs> And talk about what went wrong. First, let's talk about our times. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's talk about relationships yeah, and exactly. what could have been. Exactly. So, you, wait, you started at Falls Creek. That's yes. where your love came from. And yes. now you've just been consuming fitness content. Well, for the runners on this podcast, I used to be like a pretty good runner. Mm. I was good. So, if you're listening to this, don't let it slip. Because like we would go to Falls Creek. We would do aerobic camps every year with aerobic game. And then we would come back. <laughs> And just have an amazing amount of red blood cells. And yeah. we would just kill track meets. Yeah. You know, so I have a few friends who are like, they're pretty good runners now. Like they're running in world cross country meets mm. and shit like that. And I'm in bars trying to make people laugh. So, you know, we're in different fitness columns. Yeah. You same know? kind of thing though. Yeah. In a way, you know, you're trying to make. A lot of mental fortitude required for both. A lot of endorphins. Mm. So you go, you get your red blood cells and you go to the normal meets and then you dominate. Yeah, that's that's the idea. That's the idea. Yeah, you could just dope. Do you could just Armstrong. dope do the Peter Bowl, but I feel like ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not getting Peter Bowl on the podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> no, he follows me. He'll he'll listen. To oh, this. does he? Yeah, yeah he'll listen oh, to true, this. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. you race against each other. Yeah, he'll listen to this. So, have you always been funny? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been funny? Is what I meant to say. <laughs> When's you know, the comedy start? <laughs> I don't like this heckler. <laughs> when I was a. <laughs> I'm going to heckle it on pod. <laughs> I can't remember a nice chat. We've still got a lot of animosity. Yeah. I feel like when I realized I was funny, I was in Geelong. You know, in Geelong, you kind of have to be funny. You know, I think we both went to a Steiner school in primary school. Is that right? Did I, you go to a Steiner school? When I was in primary school. Did but you message thing, me about that? I don't think okay, so. No. Someone, that yeah, was someone cool. else. Yeah. You should reply to them. Yeah. But mine, <laughs> <laughs> mine was a mistake. My dad didn't know that I was going to a Steiner school. It was a government Steiner school. It was a local school. Uh. So I was there and I was coming back with like beeswax and felt. <laughs> and my dad was like, what's going on? 
You know, my dad, not trying to, he's a lovely dad. Yeah. But he had his troubles. Yeah. You know what I mean? His troubles are slightly absent. You'd be confused. Yeah, he went to the milk bar and he wasn't gone, but he'd right. come back in three days. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, like that. Sure. So he was very confused that I was in a Sina <laughs> school and he didn't really realize. And then I moved to Geelong, right? I went from a Sina school to a government school in Geelong. Ooh. It was like going into eight mile. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was, it was scary. It was really scary. Yeah. And I'm not built. As you said, I'm 30 kgs max. Yeah. But That's my ethnic weight. Yeah. You got to be funny. If you're 30 kgs in Geelong, when the Ford factories just close, mm. the meth wars are raging in the streets. You True. need to be funny. The Ford factories close. It's gone. Yeah. So then, so you were funny through there and then what made you get into comedy? Got to Melbourne and uh, went to uni and um, Study. I was bigger at uni. Have you ever noticed that? The uni kids, they're, they're nerdy. When you go from Geelong to... I didn't fit in at uni, actually. What, where did you go to uni? Is it bad for me to ask? No. <laughs> did you study art in year 12? <laughs> didn't you go to private school? Yeah. How did you not go to... I was you got to La Trobe? Fucking so bad at school. <laughs> well, your parents like, what a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, they said send him back to Steiner. Make him build something with his hands. <laughs> now I'm here interviewing you. Honestly, one of the biggest demises I've ever seen. <laughs> That's great. What did you yeah. study at La Trobe? Uh, agribusness. Farming business. Ah, mm. so are you still a rural going, boy? Got a farm. Mum and dad have a farm. Nice. But not, That's cool. Yeah. Um, but not not farming. Mm. No, so wait. Uni, you picked it up. This is like yeah. a real Theo Von story. He's my favourite com comic Theo Von. ever. Yeah. Felt as I met Theo Von. No way. Yeah, yeah. When I was in Los Angeles, I met Theo Von. I want to hear about it. I mean, it's not that good of a story. I was on exchange in America. Have you heard mm. about this where if you want to go on exchange, this is a good tip for listeners if you're in uni, the government will give you $6,000 interest-free loan to just go overseas. So I'm like, I'll take the 6K, Eddie. Mm. And I went overseas and then I was just doing gigs in Los Angeles. I just use it as an excuse to try and do comedy in the comedy scene in Los Angeles. Mm. And then so you just do open mics. And Theo Vaughn, that was like 20, I don't know, 2017, 18. He was kind of popping off. Yeah. But he would still be doing book shows in Los Angeles. So I just saw him around. That's awesome. And I would see him do amazing. I'd see him bomb. And it was really inspiring when you see someone who's mm. good at comedy bomb. Mm. Because you're like, oh, everybody goes down. You know what I mean? It's not just me. Yeah, absolutely. Second. And is that where you started was... In yeah, kind LA. of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you would have been bombing a lot then. <laughs> At the beginning, there were some bombs. At the yeah, At there the were, very beginning, there were a couple there were, of bombs. There were a couple of bombs. Yeah. yeah. But being mm. an Aussie helped a lot. Because mm. what happened? I was over there for six months. I came back to Melbourne, mm. and people like you're pretty good for just starting. Because I didn't tell them that I'd done six months of open mics. Mm. So like Dave O'Neill. Dave Thornton, Dave Hughes, all the Daves, big yeah, Daves in Australian the comedy. There's a lot of Daves now that yeah. I think about that. Not many Fergs, eh? It's a funny not many name. Louis. No. Louis CK. Louis CK. Oh. Well, it's probably yeah. not mentioned that. Yeah, I'm just well, on the running podcast. Look, right. They were just allegations. <laughs> <laughs> Louis said that about Louis, not me. But I get that. When you have someone who's the same name as you, you feel protective mm, of them. Yeah. Know, there's not many Fergs around. And I really liked Louis CK's comedy as well. It's great. It was yeah, 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 yeah. Quite it's sad, great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, again, he's on. He's. Yeah. So I was in Los Angeles and I was doing open mics and I came back and then people thought I was better than I was. Mm. And so I opened for a few big comedians and I've just ridden that wave, mm. you know, like I'm friends with the Daves. I get mm. Dave Hughes on the phone right now and, and really? put him onto your ear. If I wanted to, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do it. No, no. I if it was nine to five, to. I would, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it on Sunday run. If you get me on nine to five, I will <laughs> a few more with Gabe, with aerobic Gabe yeah. and you and the other, the paddle butt line. <laughs> I'll get Dave Hughes on the <laughs> I'll get Dave Hughes on the phone, and we'll call him together. We'll speak to him. That's good. So, who are comedy. you opening for at the moment? At the moment, or who's the biggest you've ever opened for? Biggest for I've ever opened for. 
Probably the Dave's are big. Mm. You know, the Dave's are big. As we said, I had a friend who opened for yeah. Shane Gillis and I wanted to do that, but unfortunately mm. the spot had already been taken, mm. you know. But I feel like I've opened for everyone. I've opened for Keelan's dude, Lewis Spears. Mm. I've opened for Ruben Solo. Don't laugh at that. I've opened for Ruben Solo. <laughs> you know, all these dudes were kind of popping off. The Australian comedy scene right now is like popping off. I was going to say, what do you think about the Australian comedy scene? It's an interesting thing where comedians now who are in our 20s, mm blowing up online and the people who are in their 50s are scared mm. they're scared of us and they know? hate that you're doing that they do hate people who post online they've stopped hating it now but there is a stigma hugely you know huge stigma i'd be i'd be so scared if i was 50 yes and it's scary you can just create a tiktok say something funny yes and get a million views more views than the gala yeah that's a weird thing if you did the melbourne comedy festival gala you used to be able to sell out your whole run but now, like, if you post a TikTok, you get 100,000 views. You're getting triple the audience of the Comedy Festival Gala. Yeah. So you can sell tickets so much better that way, you mm. know? And, like, Luke Kidgel and Lewis Spears have kind of, they were the pioneers of that. Like, they started doing online content. Mm. They got so much shit for it. It was unbelievable. Like, people who were big comedians in Australia were on stage being, like, calling Luke Kidgel out <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, this is comedy. You know what I mean? That's Australia it's as well, though, It's not Curse of Earth 360. It's yeah. not rap. You know, right, we should be great, friends. Yeah. But I had no clout at the time, so they didn't listen to me. Now they do. No. But, yeah, now we're all friends, mm. which is good. There's no beefs in the comedy scene. Are the oldies getting on board with the comedy thing? The more TikTok? and more. More and more. But they still want to, like, be on 91.5 FM, you know, and talk oh. to four people in the AM. So they're uh. still getting onto it, but it's been slow. Mm. It's pretty wild. I have big comedians who ask me questions. We're saying, Arj Barker, ask <laughs> me questions about TikTok. <laughs> And I was like, this is the saddest conversation I've ever had. Yeah. Where someone who was my childhood hero <laughs> is looking me in the eyes and saying, Fergus Neal, help me. Yeah. You know, help me. And then they have to go through the whole thing of starting a podcast themselves. It's horrific. A whole new process. Yeah. Starting a new TikTok is, it's horrific. And then cutting up the clips of the podcast, another process. They can't do it. Nah. They no literally chance. said to me, how am I cutting this? I'm on iMovie. How, I'm like, hire an editor. Yeah. What are you doing, Arj Barker? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, why are you downloading iMovie? They don't get that you can, you know, mm. delegate tasks to people and that you just have to concentrate on being funny. Mm. Like my editor now, he edits for Hamish and Andy Flex. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is cool. If you want him here, he could take Keelan's job as they, well. They... <laughs> we, actually, we actually asked him to come and be editor. Really? He said no. He quoted way too hard. Yes, that's my man. <laughs> that's my man. Really? What yeah, are you yeah. playing? He's my boy. Well, I was originally... I have a similar story where you know the Mason Cox show, Collingwood Footy Player? Yeah. I, was, I got fired from his show. Ah. So I was editing for his show. Really? Yes. But at the time, I was getting money from other resources, you mm. know, so I wasn't really invested in the job. I'll say that. I was turning mm. up very late, okay. you know? And Mason Cox and his producer were like, yo, we know you're doing comedy gigs all night, but the shift started two hours ago. <laughs> all right? We need to break this news about Eddie McGuire or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, Darcy Moore. I don't know. Something mm. was going on and I just wasn't there for it. And so I got let go. So I kind of appreciate that editor and what he went through. Yeah. Because I was doing the exact same thing. Did you ever think about delegating this task straight to Vietnam? I honestly thought about that. I said to my editor, I mm. said, yo, somehow I've stumbled into this role. I think we could become the face of Collingwood Footy Club mm. as editors. Take a clip. Take send a clip. It straight off. And then I just couldn't be fucked. I just sit on iMovie. Yeah. And it was like, this is horrific. So mm. I understand that editor sending in some terrible mm. clips. What's uh, goals for you in regards to comedy? I want to try and sell out a lot of these shows. They're selling well. If mm. you're listening, Fergalicious, Trades Hall, 29th of March until the 23rd of April. They're selling mm. well, which is good. So I just want to see how many shows I can sell out. Mm. You know, like Jack Post, who's the third guy in Hamish and Andy, and we've yep. kind of become friends. He did a Comedy Fest show, so he's given me really good advice. Mm. He was in the same venue, Trades Hall. 
I just want to sell out some venues at Trade Tall. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. You know, mm. just to have Peter Bowl look at my Instagram and be like, Ferg selling out Trade Tall. Fucking did it. And is dope. the fear of bombing ever looming? I don't care about bombing anymore. Mm. You know, I've done so many gigs where you, c- I'm, I, you can't hurt me. You know what I mean? Like in real, when I'm on a date, right? You've been on dates, I'm sure. Yeah, sure I struggle at them as do well. You? I get nervous. How do you get nervous? <laughs> <laughs> what hope is there for guys like me if you're getting nervous? Mate, you speak incredibly. <laughs> I get there and start stuttering away. <laughs> you think they care if you're stuttering? Look at your biceps. <laughs> you're fine. You've got 300,000 whatever followers. You're doing fine. <laughs> I've got to go in there and charm them with wit. That's much harder. And I bet you do that though. Sometimes. Sometimes it's, I yeah. do. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. But um, I feel like the dating scene and the comedy scene is similar in a way, mm. you know? Like you're doing crowd work on a date, right? Yeah. It's big like that. Everyone has stories on dates that they go to. Mm. I had a friend. It was so funny. He went on one date and he did like a story that he always does. Yeah. And then he saw another girl and he came back for a second date with this girl and he forgot which girl it was and he did the oh, exact same story. The same bit. And she's like, you're bombing. <laughs> Yeah, you're bombing you're with bombing the same hard. bit. And oh, nothing worse. He needs to get a Google calendar, that man. He does. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a new story. Fuck well, man. you're hustling. You're hustling the comedy. Yeah. You're hustling the, like, podcasting is kind of comedy for you as well, yes. isn't it? Yes. I'm doing a podcast each week. Miss Universe Australia, former guest. Oh. Makes it worse. Yeah. That I betrayed her. But she was a former guest on the pod, so I'm doing mm. a podcast each week. Have you managed to stitch that up with, like, patch it up with her? Uh, I think I'm out of the beauty pageant scene. Mm. This is what came on this because I think you're my ticket back in. Oh, I'll get you, you know what in I mean? for sure. Yeah. I, think I don't know anyone in the beauty pageant scene, but we'll. <laughs> my image of you is that you run during the day, mm. you have a drone flying overhead at all times, <laughs> and then you're on dates of influencers most nights. Is that wrong? <laughs> can bang on actually it's exactly what i do that's what i thought that's what i imagine your days are like yeah mostly mm. that's that's pretty much it so the podcast for you <laughs> how have you been going for it's good yeah. yeah yeah it's how i sell tickets as well mm. you know like i have big guests on there they'll come we'll chat you've had some great guests love to you? have you on louis It'd be i'd great. love to be on yeah, love yeah. to be on yeah maybe the three boys that'd be good we could work you boys It'd out be a lot of ego in my oh. room yeah I'd i prefer feel to it. not who's got the biggest ego out of you <laughs> three? involved Ooh, it's a good question. Who do you reckon, Kayla? Out of Gab, Tom, and myself. Gab's yeah, got it, yeah. Definitely Gab, yeah. Gab's like a thumb. He's so strong. Yeah, very he's, reckon, he's, like, he's, he's strong. So, <laughs> he's I mean that not strong. in an insult. Like, no, I mean, no, like, he's, he's well, he's strength. a power lifter. If you think about all oh, your fingers, yeah. your thumb's the he strongest. He would be the thumb. And he's the thumb of the fi- out of you guys. He's very strong. Yeah. Very confident in himself as well. Yes, Prime um, Train's the middle finger, mm, I yeah. feel like. Like, he has a bit of a, like, FU energy, mm. which I respect. He does. You know, like, he, he brings a lot of heat towards himself, but he kind of moves through it well. Yeah. And then you're, like, the the index finger. You know what I mean? Like, you're, like, pointing out the good shit okay how good was that analogy that is did you I, see that yeah we'll be chopping that up that was off and, the cuff yeah. yeah that'll be a clip <laughs> clip that clip that so podcasting for you have you yes. found it helps you in your comedy totally. in your day-to-day life i find podcasting absolutely incredible i mm. used to get to episodes fucking mm. freaking out um but now yeah cracking mate yeah. now i don't even write run sheets anymore really you just riff just riff yeah I think that like yesterday I did a podcast and it's brought a bit of heat because it was on Spanion and Spanion and Ruben K mm. having this fight about a joke. Mm. And then I, I just riffed about him. And then we have a mutual friend who's like, yo, Spanion's coming for you. That's what he wrote. <laughs> he wrote that. He said, Spanion's coming for you. Full stop. A mutual friend. A mutual friend who's a pretty big friendly. comedian as well. And I said, mm. what, what do you mean? And he just wasn't replying. Mm. And so now I'm worried that I'm Spanion's going to staunch yeah. me at any point in my life. Mm. Do you know Spanion? I know. Yeah. He's terrifying. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go near You don't Spanion. want this heat. No. You don't so want what this did heat. you say? I just said that, like, it's weird that there are rappers who have broken every commandment possible. Mm. You know what I mean? You know those Christians? I, I love Christians, but some Christians have to have broken every commandment to become Christian. Mm. You know what I mean? They're yep. like, oh, I took me punching a pensioner and doing meth before yep. I could find God. Yeah. 
and you're like a lot of us were good people before. You know yeah, what I mean? Like could have left, yes, left that. You but yeah, left, yeah. Pensioner okay. just let him go to the keeper. You know mm. what I mean? So I just said I think him calling out Ruben K was just it was a bit much. Mm. It was a bit much because Ruben K said some stuff on the project. Said on the project, made the project interesting. Yeah. Did it not make the project more interesting? Yeah, absolutely. It was great. Mm. It was so funny. You know, my grandma, who's Christian, was like, Ruben Kay's funny. Mm. Like most, that's the thing with comedy and people getting angry at comedy. 99% of people um, are on, you know, common, you know, people. Mm. They don't get angry at the jokes, but there's 1% of people from every group who gets angry. So you said to Spanion. Just called him out directly. Called him out. It was a big mistake. You're a dog. I didn't call him a dog. Yeah. I said 1v1. You said, and you, said oh, you, you wanted, <laughs> your thing is 1v1. Yeah, hey. I love a 1v1. Yeah, it yeah. works out for you though. I'd love to do a rap battle with Spanion. Yeah. I would love to rap battle Spanion. Mm. I'm trying to get him for night one of my comedy fest show to is come down. Apparently he's in the comedy. F- I mean, he's not in the comedy fest, but he'll be here during True, that time. He kind of does comedy. I mean, yeah, he does. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's comedy-ish. You know what I mean? Mm. Him and Isaac Butterfield, it's comedy-ish. Like right. it's of that ilk. Isaac Butterfield. Yes. He called... Called Gab and I out once. Oh, did he? Yeah, kind he's of. He's a he's not a good dude. Yeah, yeah. What's his go? His go is that he never does comedy clubs, but he'll put on comedy for his own audiences, um. and then he'll get jokes that he's heard on the street. You know what I mean? Like jokes that some dude with a bowler's cap would have said at Flinders mm. Street Station in the fifties. Yeah, and he just regurgitates that. It's very fifties esque. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. And he's like, why are people getting angry at me? It's like he yeah. wanted the controversy. Mm. You know what I mean? He's talking about shit that's like, fuck. All right. You know, it's not. I, I would never cancel another comedian because I think the comedy should be free. Yeah, I'm from a craftsmanship. I'm mm. saying his jokes are terrible. Yeah, you know what I mean. His jokes the are bad. The structure's poor. What did the... he say about you and Gabe? Nah, we made a video. I made I'm a video. I'm not protective of you and aerobic Gabe. I know. It's thank weird. you. We made a video of, of us tackling. He'd actually call us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like I like doing like tackle work and stuff. We both had our tops off, and yes. he's just like talking. I don't. Know, he like wanked over it or something. Is what he said. He they said take, he, he, no. It was it was something along. He he. he you know, oh, that was sexy lads or something like that. In a, in a stitch. In a stitch. Is that the most terrifying it. notification to get on TikTok when That's you get it. a stitch? That's a nervous. If one. I if I got a notification saying I've been stitched by Isaac Butterfield. Mm. I'm running. Yeah. It's scary. It if is, I his stitch- big beard comes on oh. and his Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Spanian stitches me. Like, I'm probably not going to do my show. I think I actually replied saying, come on the podcast. He said, yeah, I will. Nice. Didn't That'd be a great episode. Yeah. We only get good comedians on this podcast. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Haven't you got Luke Kidger coming on soon? Hopefully. That'd be nice. Oh, We're trying to it. line it up. He'll do yeah. anything, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the guy TikToks. Like, yes. I'll just rip him about the guy who... <laughs> Pioneered TikTok clips. For, yeah, yeah. He is the pioneer of it. Yeah, yeah. He's a pioneer loser. of asking people what they do. <laughs> oh, true. That's what that's like that's what a big does. part that's of what his. What Luki does. Yeah, yeah, he asks what people do when they reply. Do you ever do crowd work? Yeah, but I don't do it like him. You know mm. what I mean? He he essentially outsources the comedy to the audience. Mm. Well, like he'll be like, "What do you do?" And then this guy who's like works for the Illuminati, you know, he's the truck driver for the Illuminati, mm. tells that story, and then it goes viral. I'm like, mate, you just you're outsourcing this. You've it is handy. It, it's handy, yeah. We notice that with our clips, we start actually looking for the the um, things that will go viral on the clip. So, mm. like, we'll, you know, something will happen with Harry Styles. We're like, Harry Styles in the yes. podcast. And it's like, just no respect for the podcast listeners. But <laughs> sorry, guys, this is like the ad break. We have to get the clip. There's a way to you go know? viral for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? There is Look a way to go viral if you get the hook. Do you, you reckon know? Luke is putting people in the audience saying, we'll get an Illuminati person in and just, I'm going to ask you at this point and just say this and then I'll roll with that. Luke is doping for sure. That, in a that's comedy, comedy doping. That he's like adding he's performance enhances into the audience. Yeah. But <laughs> he's such a good crowd work mm. person. But, you know, I think I'm better. So if you're going to mm. choose between those two shows, come and see Fergalicious. Yeah. If you've got a choice. Obviously. obviously. That's I mean, Luke's given. not doing the comedy festival because so, he's in the UK. So obviously. <laughs> he's made it. He's made it. Yeah, yeah. 
Is, is going overseas something you'd like to do? I mean, I'd love to go back to those American open mics, mm. you know. But also I just want to get, like, my friends, my friends, like, Luke's doing overseas, Ruben Solo's going overseas. It's cool to build up an audience so big that you can do a uh, 200-seater at Soho Theatre, mm. you know. I want to do that. So that's where I'm, like, aiming to get to. And I think you probably have to hit, you know, 150K, 1,000 followers. You can do that on TikTok, mm. you know, and I think then you can do those shows. But, yeah, I'd love to go overseas. There's a bit of a stigma of Australian comedy where people get trapped here. Yeah. You know, if you think about our big guy, like Will Anderson, Dave Hughes, Tom Gleason, they're great comedians, but they've yeah. never had a universal voice. So it's true. never been accessible from, um, you know, overseas. I got a friend, he opens for Jim Jeffries, he's a great comedian. And like Jim Jeffries is someone who has a universal voice, you know, and he gets Australian comedians, like young guys and girls, mm. to open for him and expose them to America. Really like admirable. Mm. Um, and I think that we're getting to a point, our generation, where our comedy is becoming more universal for an international audience. Do you think that the actual material has to be a whole lot more kind of, like obviously it has mm. to be more universal, more international. Yes. Are you going to direct your material in that direction? I think like, that, talking yeah. about Fitzroy in America is probably not going to. It's not going to work. Yeah. No. But that's the thing. Like if you're at a gig and you're doing it in Fitzroy, you'll do some mm. crowd work on Fitzroy, but mm. I don't have any jokes that calls out Fitzroy verbatim. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe during like the Fitzroy garage party for a week mm. after then at comedy gigs, you'd riff on that and they'd get a laugh. You know, there's a dude who who's wearing Burks in the front row and you'd be like, oh, this guy looks like he's from the Fitzroy Garage Party. Yeah. Just gets an easy, cheap laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? To get him on board. Get Relaxes him on, the crowd. Relaxes the crowd. Like, this guy knows how to make a joke, which mm. is good. Because some comedians get on, it's a zero laugh track. You know, mm. it's a zero laugh game. So yeah, I feel like my comedy now, I'm trying to talk <laughs> about bigger things. Mm. You know, Lewis Beers does that really well. Just talking about topics that are universal mm. you know you're not so much talking about the SA who you met at north melbourne station that mm. doesn't go as viral as you'd hope yeah who's your favorite comedian ever my favorite comedian ever at the moment i do love shane gillis so i know you love shane gillis mm. as well I love him. um did you go and see him when you i saw him yeah, yeah. i saw both shows yeah yeah i met him because my friend was opening for him mm. so like the dude is a great guy mm. you know he got cancelled from snl and then has come out better how good's that it's amazing yeah such a good comedian and blew up was doing open mics Five years ago. Yeah. You know, so he talks about his rise was really quick. Yeah. It was big. So, you know, that's a cool thing as well. You see comedians and it's like, oh, they're doing open mics and now they're on whatever. Have you been paying attention? Or they're blowing up. Mm. You know, that's a cool thing as well. You'd experience that with your blow up. Yeah. Just well, consistency wild. and doing gigs all the time and posting clips. Mm. You have one clip that, that goes viral and you get a bit of clout and then, you know. And and the best is when you can keep coming back and doing it. Yes. Like if you've got still got stuff, you know, whether for me it was running where like you post something that's running based. Oh, people like this. Mm. Well, I can do an episode one through to episode ten. Yeah. And they're still gonna be just as engaged and it's still gonna get the million views that you're looking for. Yeah. And that's that's where like you climb, isn't it? Do you feel like you're diversified with content? Because I felt that where I'm like, all right, I wanna have stand-up clips, I wanna have podcast mm. clips, I wanna have guest clips, and I want them all to do well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like everything, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships in terms yes. of the content. But, um, yeah, it can be a little bit pigeonholed into the running guy as well, which is okay. Do you hate that? No, nah, not at all. Like, that's that's fine. You've I just monetized to... a four-minute 30 kilometer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally. A sub-20-minute five, sub 5K <laughs> is my thing, apparently. And I literally hit it, like, a month ago. Yeah, so. congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's huge. Yeah. So what about podcasting? Mm. We, we've kind of touched on it a little yeah. bit. Bigger guess you've had. Obviously, you did Miss Universe. Miss Universe was big. Um, I interviewed uh, the guy who co-wrote Pulp Fiction, oh. so he won an Oscar. Like, that's huge. It's big, yeah, yeah. I was in America and um, I had a friend and I'm like, what does your dad do? He's a movie director. 
uh, and this friend knew that I was funny because he'd come and see me at open mics. I'm like, oh, what is he like? What is he directed? And he's like, oh, you know, he won an Oscar. I'm like, what the mm. fuck did he win an Oscar for? And it's like he co-wrote Pulp Fiction with um, Quentin Tarantino. Nice. They worked in the video archive store together. So I go mm. to his house in Malibu, and he's got all this archive memorabilia from films. Yeah. So I was touching this camera. I was just playing with this camera, and he's like, I wouldn't touch that, Ferg, if I were you. And I was like, oh, why not? And he's like, that's the Francis Ford Coppola camera that he used to film The Godfather. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Oh, no. That's the most famous camera in the world, you know, from like the IMDb whatever best film. Yeah, And yeah. so we did a two-hour podcast. I think that's the biggest podcast we've had like on YouTube. It's got like, it's going to get, you know, I think it's like 100,000 views Re- or whatever. Really? Yeah, it's Oh, big. wow. So that's a big one. Mm. And it was interesting as well because he was someone who was on top of the world, driving home drunk, killed someone, killed his best friend in his car, mm. went to jail for manslaughter. In jail, he wrote a film through a phone while he was in jail, and then that film went on to get nominated for awards while You're he was kidding. in prison. That's incredible. Incredible story. Would have been a fun interview. It was like great. You, yeah, yeah. Also, it's nice hanging around rich people. I know mm. you're not meant to say that. It is nice, though. It's nice. When they cover everything. It's nice when they cover everything. Yeah, when they yeah. say we should go get I'm lunch. not paying for this. No, no, you don't have to I'm, pay for that. There's no way I'm paying for I'm, that. Well, I'm not. It's great. Yeah. This is your drink. Yeah, this, that's an alive. First, I endorse this. It's drinking in a Is this trying to be like the Logan Paul Prime? Um, I mean, different, different kind of... Like it's healthy. It's not an electrolyte drink though. That's yeah. it's like a, a soft drink that's healthy. Yeah. Uh, it's got the same kind of. It's got probiotics, so it's good for your tummy. Nice. And very low calorie. Yeah. So when you're doing your runs and stuff, great after a run. True. Yeah. How do you even get into making drinks though? Like if I'm like mm. I'm Fergus Neal, I want to make a drink. Mm. Do I just go to a warehouse and say let's start making it? Yeah, we did. We got approached. We don't actually make it ourselves. <laughs> We're not in there sourcing the. Um, but there's people who do that for I you. I know, there's people in Fitzroy who make kombucha professionally. Yeah. That's a wild thing. What, scurvy and stuff. Yes. Exactly. But no, they, they approached us and we said we'd love to be involved and mm. it um, aligns to our brands perfectly. So yeah. if you, anyone wants to pick some up, uh, Coles Express, I believe, mm. sell them. That reminds me of someone who've had in the podcast who's like a big sporting person. I spoke to Andrew Bogart, NBA mm. championship. That's huge. Yeah. Showed me his ring. Oh, really? Um, he's gone a little bit alt-righty. You know what I mean? He's gone mm. down. He's gone a little bit. Yeah, the pandemic broke through a few people. Yeah. He went a little bit alt-righty. Ah, did He's happen. had a few protests for Miss Universe. Yeah. And like they went that way a little bit. But I'm just like, I'm going to talk to an NBA mm. champion, you know? And now we're kind of friends. Mm. He let me drive really? his car. His car. He's Because he's worth like $200 million. Yeah. I didn't really give a fuck what his politics are. He's going to let me drive in a Ferrari. Oh, mate, you fucking love Dude, Donald Trump. I go on a Ferrari of Arby Yemeni if you yeah. want. You know what I mean? Like, I get in that car. Yeah. Like, Say whatever you want. It was cool. So that's probably mm. the coolest guest I've had. Mm. Who's the coolest person you've spoken to while you. you've been... Thank mate. you. But if it yeah. wasn't me. Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, we, we have plenty of opportunities and, and there's things that you meet, meet people along the way. Coolest person. I was chatting to Sam Wood the other day who created um, The Woodshed. I find that pretty amazing. But other than that, it's all been very like kind of central Melbourne internal, just kind of hustling our own thing. So yes. nothing that that mental, to yeah. be honest. What's but the wood? The Woodshed. Yeah, what's he, the Woodshed? He like built up an app okay. and sold it for like 50 million See, you're recently. in this world where I'm not like the entrepreneur. Mm. Like you guys have, you're entrepreneurs in a way. You're making yeah. content, but you're entrepreneurs. Trying to be. I think yes. that's that's the that's the whole thing. He's like, I'd, I prefer to be like a, a businessman first yes. and then a content creator. Like I don't actually want to be an influencer. Yes. Whether you get influenced by what I do, then that's, that's up to you. Fault. Yeah, that's your fault. Yeah. But that's, you know. I don't know. Maybe you could do that for comedy. I think in comedy, An you app. kind of are running a small business, though. Well, it is. It's same. same You're running principles. your own business. You're selling. You are the trying brand. to sell tickets. You mm. know. I mean, we're on different brand levels. Like, uh, my manager had the pancake parlor reach out, 
And I said Shit, yes yeah. immediately. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm yes. not getting who's you've got that big sports sponsor. What's their name? Uh Whoop. No, it's not Whoop, <laughs> but that's big enough. Yeah. You've got Whoop and I've got the pancake parlor. Like mm. I feel like we're on we're in different algorithms. Oh, Jim Shark's what you're talking about. Jim yeah. Shark. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I mean, you could get Jim Shark if you. You, reckon I could you could get Jim Shark in the comedy world. If me and Peter Who's Bowl like were running comedy, together, maybe. What are comedy people wear? Like a. We, comedians have the worst style. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like we've both dressed up pretty well today. I, you, look you know good. what I mean? I feel like I could come to an event with you at the fashion lounge if you'd invite mm. me. That'd be sick. Yeah, I, I, Tom actually got the ticket, so I, I just got, I was a guest. How many times are we getting recognized? I. Uh, it's okay here and there, you know. So it's okay. You can say a few people. Do you get recognized much? Yeah, I get. I get people come up. Mm. Yeah. Does it make you gigs. feel good? You know, the weirdest thing at Brisbane, I got recognized the most for mm. some reason. Like, I'm gonna do a show in Brisbane at the end of the year. Mm. The Brisbane people love me. I don't yeah. know what it is. The what what do they say it. when they recognize? Like you. Ferg, what's up? Yeah. I've seen your comedy videos. Every, a few photos here. And Sometimes, there. Yeah, yeah. Not as much photos. Does that give you like a serotonin release? Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I do like being recognized. It's fun. Do you find you, you get know? addicted to it? You know what happens sometimes when I'm at a comedy gig, I had someone recognize me there in the audience, but mm. they didn't love my content. Oh. So they're like, oh, you're the TikTok cunt. Yeah. And I was that's like, a, that's, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I'm not the TikTok cunt. I'm here now no. in yeah, person yeah. doing I'm, a show. I'm in the person. Please shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, nah, you're the TikTok cunt. Yeah. And I've got that on film and I'm going to see if I release it. Mm. But I had to go hard at you them. Should. If someone calls you the Did TikTok you burn cunt, them? I burnt them pretty hard. Mm. They had a lot to burn. They were an unemployed graphic designer. There was a lot of fodder oh. there to make fun of. Aren't you they know? all unemployed? <laughs> Canva, unfortunately, has taken all their jobs. Until they're not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, this is a running podcast. I need to yes. talk to you about running. Exciting. So 1,500, that's mm. your thing. But you've given that up. Now you, you've packed that in. Louis, yeah. the way you said that. Yeah, unfortunately. You've given that you've, you've let that one go. That's all right. What would your ancestors think? I still think? go for runs. Exactly. I still That's go I'm for runs. To. You know? What kind of distances are you running? So, like, I'll sort of Sunday long run. Nice. You know, I do that a lot, especially since, you know, being sober, it helps a lot. But I'll do, like, a 15K, yeah. just five-minute kilometers Sunday long run. How nice. It's nice. Yeah. But we used to do the classic, like, Monday, we'd meet at Geelong Botanic Gardens. We'd do Fartlek. Mm. Tuesday, we'd do track. We'd be at Geelong Landy Field in Geelong. Wednesday, back to the Botanic Gardens, we'd do, like... Kind of same thing, do hills or something like that. Thursday, back on the track. Friday, you have a break, you go in the pool. Saturday, you do the meet. Sunday, you do the long run. So that mm. used to be my week. Wow. I was like, I want to be a professional runner. Yeah. I had that in me. And my coach was like, I think you could be like a 10,000 meter runner. Like, that's what we're building up to. Mm. You know, this coach is a very famous coach in Australia. Okay, yeah. 10,000 on the track. What it's, kind of pace are they doing? It's crazy. 250, isn't it? Like, it's crazy pace. Yeah. yeah. And 10,000 on the track is almost a mind game. Mm. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. How many laps is that? I don't even know. I wouldn't Got to a point a where I just... 400 times, yeah. Let's not work on the maths. And I feel like not, both of us... Yeah. We didn't, Steiner did not give us no, the facilities. We barely made it through further maths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, you didn't? No. <laughs> <laughs> but 10,000 meters on the track, it is more of a mental thing at that point. Do you find running now helps your... Uh, like comedy and stuff. Totally, mm. yeah. I mean, Louis C.K. said that where he's like, he's not drinking, he's mm. not smoking. Probably for the best. <laughs> yes. yes, make good decisions, Louis. Make good <laughs> decisions. He was running, you know, doing weights. Where when you're fitter, you're better on stage for mm. sure because you don't want to be up there being hungover and just looking like a piece of shit. You know, I feel like fitness helps you on stage so much, especially like on the weekend. I did three 50-minute sets over three consecutive nights. 
feels like it shouldn't be exhausting, but you feel t- wrecked. Oh, mate. Afterwards, yeah. you feel wrecked. Same as doing a podcast. Like, yes. I feel wrecked after podcast. You have energy after it that you've given. Because yeah. now, right, I'm focusing on you. And exactly. I'm, I'm not looking at my phone. There's just, I'm just, it's all Louie. Mm. You know what I mean? It's all you, aerobic game, mm. and the paddle bubble line. That's all that's in my mind right now. <laughs> Honestly, I'm seeing them next to you. It's yeah, weird. It's they a weird are thing. Ju- sitting here judging right there you. next to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's all that I'm thinking about. And when you're on stage, you don't think about anything. You're mm. in, you're so in the moment. It's almost meditative. Yeah. When you're doing crowd work, you're not thinking about anything. That's good. You don't think about your past. You don't think about your future. Mm. You're just about the present in the present moment. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I find that, um, so like sober, I I've done, I've had, you know, in my, my young years really cracked into some like drinking every, every weekend during the week as well and stuff, which is, was great fun. But the issue is now that I don't drink as much anymore, maybe once every three weeks, I'll, I'll have a drink maybe Mm. once every two weeks, every now and then. Mm. If I have three beers, I'm hungover, like properly. Yes. And because you become so dialed into your body, mm. like having a little amount of alcohol just rocks you. So yeah. I think that's what's coming for you, unfortunately, mate. I think so. But Which I might is a just good stay issue. sober though. Yeah, even better. I may just stay sober. How good's that? You know, I've got mm. so many family members who are alcoholics that I think that it's it'd be a good thing. You know, mm. like if all your family members were addicted to Slurpees, mm. you'd be a little bit apprehensive, apprehensive about having a Slurp. You know what I mean? Like you'd be a little bit, there's a guy in my primary school who's, was addicted to smiggle pens mm. who is now doing ketamine. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like there's these little gateways that we forget about. It is funny mm. bumping into people from yes. high school. Often at festivals. What do they think about it's your always success? always the ketamine. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know, pe- people kind of, I've kind of blocked it out to some really? extent. Well, because think about what I started with was so easy to bash, like so easy to pull down sports guy. Yeah. Talking about himself online with his mm. top off. Like, mate, that is fucking like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so I just kind of blocked it all out. And then uh, now I've kind of come out of it and people come up and they say nice things. But mm. yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. Do you feel hot? No, mate, not at all. You don't feel hot? <laughs> no. I'm wondering like walking around, do you feel... <laughs> like a hot dude? No, there's plenty, plenty of insecurities. Plenty. Really? <laughs> yeah. So when you're walking around and you're at the you fashion were meant to event, you're roasting me. Oh mate, I felt so out of place at the fashion event because the fashion, the fashion events, it's it's a lot of your um like the Fitzroy, um yes. you know beer garden. Which you vibe. guys, if you don't mind me saying, you guys don't have that. No, like, they terrify me. You don't those have people. Fred again energy. No, you the know Fred which crowd, they have. The Fred again crowd is mm. the scariest crowd. Yes, they're I, like the mentors oh. because I feel like they they they're cool, mm. but they don't really have a soul. And they're also really happy to call you out. Yes. And very vocal. They're angry people. Pissed off. Yes. Yeah. Something's happened to them. Exactly. Which is weird. Because I feel like, you know, I don't have anything against people who went to private schools, but I feel mm. like you come out with two different incarnations. There's the people who are just like, I'm a sexy motherfucker. You know, I'll take mm. my top off. I went to a private school. Then there's the ones who pretend they didn't go to a private school. Those are they, the ones that scare me. They scare me the as well. The ones that pretend? Yes. Oh, mate. They're that, on Brunswick Street from nine to five sipping coffee. You're like, yeah. we know how you fund this. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So they're, they're the scariest ones. Actually, coming out of school, that yeah. was for me. So I'm very lucky to go to a private school. Mm. And uh, coming out was kind of into the real world. And then going to parties and talking to, you know, someone who I was fine with at school. And now they've they've completely changed their whole vibe. Yeah. They and start wearing linen. I, yeah. They start wearing <laughs> linen and corduroys. Yes. And I, I, I say something and, and make a mistake and, and they just, they roast you for it. Yeah. You get roasted by them. They're the scary ones. Yeah. But I feel like, cause you guys have this vibe where you're like hot dudes, mm. you know? And I feel like, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm like, you know, I'm mid, you're I'm middle, looking. you know, I'm, I'm mid. I would. I'm mid. Mm, if what? I was inclined that way. I'm nice. You'd, uh, yeah. All right. Sweet. That's good to know. I think uh, handy being funny too. Yes. It helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes on dates I'm not funny. Oh really? Yeah, I can bomb on a date pretty hard. 
What's been your worst bomb? On a date or like mm. comedically? On a date. On a date, I've had ones where it's like you can just feel the. Okay, I, I had someone who left mid date. I've had that happen. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Bomb. Yeah. What did you? I think what happened is that we met some of my friends, and that was not a good reference. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't a good LinkedIn mm. when they saw my comedian friends who were ah. there. There was 10 comedians in a bar while Ooh. I was on a date and they were yelling at me across the bar some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. It was pretty funny. It was hilarious. I was getting roasted. She didn't quite get it. No, they said it looked like the mouse and flushed away. They, uh, they were, yeah, the same, same thing, 30kg Ferg, yeah. you know, they were saying stuff like that. Ferg. And, um, you know, she was like, ah, oh, this is weird, mm. you know, and she's like, I'm going to bounce. Mm. And I was like, fair enough. See you later. How do you meet people sometimes a comedy gigs. yeah <laughs> sometimes after you kill well, on you'd stage you think that would that would like set the precedence for them wouldn't it <laughs> that's the about worst about what they're going to get into yeah well that's the worst to give if you kill on stage because you're in a different mode and people come up and like oh that's cool and you maybe get a number and then you go on a date and they think they're going to date the person who's on stage mm. you know or on pod whereas really in real life we're all a bit lower versions of ourselves mm. you know what i mean so then they meet you in real you know, yeah. at a bar and they're like, no, nah, this isn't, you know, and then they think I want Louie. You know yeah. what I mean? They oh. start thinking about other, other TikTokers. <laughs> they're going through the algorithm. Yeah. The algorithm. so going, much better. I, don't, yeah. I want some pecs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want yeah. some pecs. If I was a girl, I would like pecs. Really? I don't have pecs, but if I was a girl, I would appreciate You could pecs. get pecs. I could, but the amount of, do you reckon I could get pecs? 100%. It's mate. possible for anyone. I was genuinely your size when I, before I started Really? Lifting. Yeah. You used to look like me. Yeah, 100%. So I guess you, you look like me, you either get funny or you get pecs. I think that was my benefit though <laughs> really? early on is I had to be funny. Yes. Mm. I reckon you can be you're, you're a funny guy. Funny. Would you do comedy? Um, I'd bro, I love comedy. Would you do stand up? If I took you to I'd, a st- I'd give it a go. Really? I'd give it a go. Yeah. I'd take you to a stand up gig where I'm, I can make sure everything is as good as it can yeah, be. Yeah, has to be out of Melbourne though. I'm going to LA with you. <laughs> I was thinking we could do an influencer style event yeah. where we get you, we get aerobic Gabe, the yep. paddle pop line, <laughs> we get uh, the green best guy, yeah. we get Blake Pavey, yeah. Luke Kidgel, okay. Lewis Spears can come down, yep. Keelan's not invited we and we get, get everybody Liam down Dowling. there. Yep. Liam Dowling, yeah, mm. yeah, stole one of my jokes, but that's all right. That's all we right. do that. <laughs> We do that. We get everybody down, and yeah. we do. We get some. You know, I'm not sure on the um, the female side of the algorithm. I'm sure there's mm. some influencers who you know on that side of the algorithm who are killing it. Yep. Maybe Abby Chatfield could come down. Yeah, you know? that'd be great. She's massive in that space. Mm. We get all these. It'd be like you know an Audi version of the Logies, mm. and we have it at the, <laughs> the garage. TikTok Logies. TikTok Logies. You know, I actually reckon we could get TikTok to sponsor TikTok. that. It could happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to the Chinese Communist Party and see if yeah. we can work out. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we get them all into <laughs> we'll the garage party <laughs> and we have the best TikTok logies of all time. Mm. We auction off the green vests. All right, I'll host the auction and yeah. we donate the proceeds to Beyond Blue. To comedians who aren't who are yes. bombing. <laughs> also just to, you know, I feel like when that happened... Men's mental health was in the limelight. True. You know what I mean? Like protect men's mental health. I so like it. We get the proceeds to Beyond Blue, you know, and I've got really good okay. mental health. I know you're not meant to say it. You know, I know you're meant to be depressed, but I've got, yeah. I'll call Beyond Blue, just let them know I'm killing it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I do. Just call them up. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> call them up. Let them know everything's going swell. That's like the Dave Chappelle joke of going around and uh, giving all the homeless people chewing gum. Yeah. <laughs> the place that he hated. That you're literally him. You're Dave Chappelle. Exactly. All right, let's finish on that. <laughs> nice. Berg, thanks so much, coming, Mate, where can people get you, see you, be you. Yeah, so follow me on um, Instagram, come over to TikTok, and then Fergalicious Trades Hall in Carlton, 29th of March until the 23rd of April. Tickets on the Melbourne International Comedy Festival website, and then all my shows are in that vicinity, you know, on Instagram and that kind of thing. Louis 
I'd love to do the TikTok logies and I want to we'll go for it. a run. Let's go for a run. Yeah, we'll go at for a run point. as well. I appreciate it. It'd be yeah. fun. Thank you and so much. And come to a comedy gig. Yeah, I'll we'll bring you to a comedy gig. Make that happen. Be fun. Appreciate awesome. it. Bro. Thanks, Lord. Thank you so love much. Love the meeting. You too.